This is manager Chris Woodward from the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. This is T.R. Sullivan with MLB.com, and you're listening to the Ranger Nation podcast. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. In the air, shallow right. The Texas Rangers win the pennant. Second consecutive year. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Welcome to Rangers Nation Podcast, talking all things Texas Rangers. Rangers Nation Podcast is a part of Dallas Sports Nation, providing coverage of all your DFW sports teams. Now, here's your host, Texas Rangers blogger, the Recliner Nerd. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Rangers Nation's podcast. Today's episode is Kennedy Landry. For those of you that have been sleeping under a rock that cover the Rangers and love the Rangers and all of that, you know that T.R. Sullivan retired. And we have a new MLB beat reporter, Kennedy Landry, and she's joining us right now. Kennedy, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Congratulations on the new gig. <laughs> Look, thank you so much. I was kind of shocked and very excited and still a little bit nervous, but, you know, just trying to chug along here. <laughs> so let me ask you this. So um, we're going to get into that here in a second. So where, were, where are you from, Kennedy? Where were you born? Where were you raised? Uh, born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. A big, big fan of my city. I love it so much. I went to LSU for college, so pretty much been hanging around the this state for my entire life. Okay, so now, in, and you were born and raised there. Did you play sports when you were in high school? Yes, I was a two-sport athlete in high school. I played basketball and softball. Uh, I was a three-year starter for softball, kind of came off the bench for most of the time in basketball. I was a little better at softball. Uh, you know, played travel ball out in New Orleans and all that. Uh, all, you know, everything kids do nowadays with all the traveling and club ball, stuff like that. So I was always a big sports fan. Um, I'm an only child, so I joke that my dad wanted a boy. Um, so, so he just, yeah. He made you as close to one as he could get, huh? <laughs> basically, basically. I know that travel softball. I've got friends that have daughters, and I've got a. I've actually got a niece that was really into it, playing for her high school team now over in Keller, Texas. If you, so, I'm assuming you're already. Were you already in the DFW area, or did you just move here? Uh, I'm not even there yet. Actually, I'm still out in Baton Rouge in my college apartment, uh, still kind of house hunting out in DFW, just trying to get, trying to find a place to live, basically, and make it over there before the start of the season. Sometime, you know, once spring training gets off, and if I figure out if I'm going to be there or not. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a question we're going to get into um, getting into in just a little bit now. So let me ask you this: Did you did you know when you were growing up, Kennedy, that you wanted to be a sports writer? Uh, absolutely not. I honestly had no idea what I wanted to do for like most of life. Um, you know, everybody you know figures out what they want to do once they get to high school and stuff. And I was just kind of I knew I wanted to do something with sports. I didn't know what that was you know going to entail. Um, I got to high school. I was really big into English. I, you know, took AP English in high school, you know, English and history are my two favorite subjects. I was actually a history minor in college, which Lord knows what I'm ever going to do with that now. But um, I just kind of, you know, felt around a bit, I guess, you know, once you, once you get to college, um, I applied to the journalism school I got in, but I didn't really know if I was going to do anything with that. And freshman year of LSU's J school had this thing called a sports summit where they just had sports media professionals from 
everywhere, you know, come on, talk on panels, things like that. And I met Kelsey Wingert, who actually used to be the sideline reporter for the Braves uh, for Fox Sports South. And she's an LSU alum, actually. And I was just talking to her and I was like, you know, your job sounds really cool. Like, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, you know, this is what I do. I really enjoy baseball. Um, And if you want to do this, you should apply for student media at LSU. And that's exactly what I did. I applied for student media kind of on a whim, kind of winged it, not going to lie to you. Uh, kind of <laughs> like, I mean, you know, you're a freshman in college, you're just trying to figure things out. So, you know, I applied for the student newspaper and, you know, ended up being the sports editor a couple years later and, you know, got a few internships and here we are. Holy cow. Now, now where does your love of sports come from? Your dad? Is that where it comes from? Yes. I think it's definitely got to be my dad. I mean, you know, we're, it's football. I mean, you're obviously in Texas as well, but you know, yes. in Louisiana, we're, we're big football people, you know, with LSU and the saints and all of that. And, you know, we've just always been a big, big LSU and Saints family. I've just always loved sports. And like I said, I played it my entire life. I was kind of, you know, I, I knew I wanted to do something with sports. And, uh, you know, every Sunday we watch we watch football in my house. Every Saturday we watch college football in my house. And every Friday we watch, you know, high school football. We used to go out to all the high school football games in the area. So, yeah, it's just always been a part of my life and my personality and everything. I mean, I'm wearing I'm wearing a U.S. Women's National Team jersey right now. I don't I don't even like soccer like that, honestly, but I love the U.S. Women's National Team. So honestly, any sport that I can get my hands on and learn about and and, you know, have some fun with, I I really enjoy. So did you now? So when you were growing up, I, I'm assuming that the Saints were your favorite team. Is that right? When you were growing up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what about baseball? Who was your favorite baseball team? <laughs> um. So obviously we don't have a MLB team in right. New Orleans. Uh, my dad's actually a Pirates fan just because of Roberto Clemente when he was growing up, things like that. Um, Pirates weren't good when I was growing up. So I was like, I don't want to be a Pirates fan. Um, so people are going to hate me for this, but I was a Yankees fan growing up just because I, I was a big Derek Jeter guy. Um, I wore number two in, in travel ball. I wore number two in high school softball um, <laughs> purely because of Derek Jeter. So I, I was a Derek Jeter fan growing up, so in turn, I was a Yankees fan. <laughs> okay, we're going to cut this thing short. <laughs> That's okay. You know what? It's funny. I grew up. I, I, I'm here. I'm a lot older. I'm probably your parents' age, to tell you the truth. But I grew up uh, I grew up a Ranger fan, obviously, and that's where mm-hmm. all of this came from. Getting to be credentialed media and all that was just something that happened a couple years ago. So, uh, But my dad, growing up here, there were no baseball when he was a kid was a Yankee mm. fan and it all started with, <laughs> with Mickey Mantle and all of that. And that was, mm-hmm. it was always on TV when they had it on TV. So right. you, you get a pass, but now you, you'll find yourself <laughs> covering the team here. Cause you know, TR, we'll talk about TR in a minute too. Have you had a chance to meet him? Uh, not in person, but we did have a zoom and we, you know, talked a bit for about an hour or so, you know, he t- told me a little about the beat, about the ins and outs of the team and things like that. We got to know each other a little bit. Okay. So now before this job, where did you work? So how did you, I mean, how did this all come about? Um, so I actually just graduated in May, um, in, amid the pandemic. Um, so Congratulations. I was, to, thank you. Thank you. You know, so that was a little bit weird and I was supposed to be an intern over the summer before COVID, you know, cut that short. Um, so they canceled all of their internships over the summer, but um, in turn, MLB.com kind of set up a bunch of networking opportunities with many of the professionals in the organization. So, you know, I just kept in touch with a few people and then I kind of switched gears for a little bit, um, and stopped doing sports. There were really no sports for quite a bit and started doing a bit of news reporting and COVID reporting 
in Baton, back in Baton Rouge at The Advocate. Uh, I freelanced a lot for The Advocate when I was in college doing high school sports and, you know, non-revenue LSU sports, like softball. I'm a big softball fan. Yeah. Love softball. Uh, so, you know, softball, women's basketball, you know, things like that where they don't have a dedicated beat reporter. I kind of hopped on the, that coverage. So I know a lot of the the editors at The Advocate. So they they hired me on to do some COVID reporting, which was a, a lot out of my comfort zone. I've never really done much news reporting outside of, you know, the news that comes with sports. So that was a very interesting three months for me. And then, you know, MLB called and they were like, hey, we have a position open to be a reporter producer, which is what I've been doing the past few months. Just um, a little bit of writing here and there, but mostly editing and online production type of stuff, keeping track of the home pages, keeping all that, you know, in order so the beat reporters can do their jobs. And right. then, you know, TR retired and yeah. they called me up. Um, actually one of the editors was like, Hey, do you have, are you, are you free for a zoom sometime today? And I was like, Oh God, like, what did I do? Like, I thought I was in trouble. You know, you have like, like PTSD from when you're like a kid and you get called to the principal's office. I was like, Oh God, something's wrong. And he was just like, yeah. Like, how do you feel about like Dallas? I was like, I've been before. I like it. Sure. He was like, yeah, yeah. You know, we want to offer you the, the B reporter job. And like I said, I was shocked and, you know, very excited and I'm, ready like i said well th- that is so great it's so great you'll see we'll get to see you while you're there now you'll be at every game and now you're going to be right. traveling too i assume if they if this year mm-hmm. if they yeah right depends so, on covid right exactly last year i know i didn't travel i don't travel i, I just cover them home games and i don't do every game because i don't get paid to do this this is fun for me so i just go <laughs> but but became gr- good friends with tr in fact you ought to go back mm-hmm. tr was on and did an episode with us and it's just about him and his life and you, you would probably love that knowing who you're filling in and coming in for um so what tell me about the conversation with tr what did he tell you he can come across real it's really strange he comes across kind of <laughs> rough and he comes across kind of like, but he is one of the sweetest guys you'll ever meet. And he, he loved all his interns. He remembered everybody he's ever worked with. Mm-hmm. He's just an incredible guy. Right. Yeah. He definitely reminded me of a few of the the older guys on the LSU beat when I was covering LSU, you know, people who've oh, yeah. been in this industry, uh, people who've been in this industry for so long, you know, they have a, a sort of vibe about them. And that was definitely what I was getting from him. You know, he was he was very helpful just, you know, telling me what to expect from Blake and all the, you know, PR people within the Rangers and then also the the staff and the players and what to expect from the clubhouse, which, you know, and I've mostly covered college sports and up to this point. And, you know, we don't have open locker rooms and open clubhouses in college sports. You kind of just have to do whatever the SIDs tell you to do, mm-hmm. which is which is a good thing and a bad thing. I think it makes covering college sports a little more difficult than pro sports. And so he was like, you know, this is what to expect from when you get to an open locker room situation and things like that. Just about the players, you know, he spoke very highly of so many of the players and how, you know, the organization seems to be, you know, they're rebuilding right now, but on the up and up with some of the prospects they have, things that are going on. Like I said, it was a really, really great conversation I had with him. That's good. Yeah. And, and you'll, have you had a chance to meet any of the other beat writers? Um, I talk, I talked to Levi over, uh, direct messaging and, uh, obviously Evan Grant, I had to do the, uh, BWSSA, uh, whatever the acronym is, the Baseball Writers Association of America, um, right. you know, pay the dues and do that. So I talked to him over email. Um, but like I said, I'm not out in, um, not around here yet. BFW, yeah. Right. I'm not there yet. So I haven't met anybody in person. Uh, hopefully I can get that, get out there soon enough. Well, everything's Zoom right now. So that's kind of, right. you know, we're all, because we get the email. Now you'll get a different one. John Blake will be texting you directly 
for the mm-hmm. on on that. We don't get that stuff. We do we we do the other. But it's okay. You know what, you guys. I've always said this, and you'll find this out when you get there. There's people like me. There's Alex Plink, some other people that do what we do, and we kind of follow the beats in. And you mm-hmm. guys usually ask the question we want to ask. If not, we'll kind of follow up on it and do it. But you'll see us. It's a it's kind of a fun group in there. Levi mm-hmm. has become a good friend. Uh, Jeff Wilson's from the Fort Worth Star Telegram. But you, be, mm. you, oh, I emailed him too. Yeah, he's really good. So there's about so now it'll be you, Jeff Wilson. It'll be Evan, obviously. It'll be Levi. And on the beat, I think that's it. Chris Halleck was mm-hmm. doing something for SI, but they've kind of gotten rid of covering the day-to-day mm-hmm. sports. So so doing that. Well, this is super exciting. So have you met anybody in the organization yet? Uh, I feel I think everybody I've met is, like I said, been on Zoom. Um, I was on a Zoom with Taylor Hearn. Um, and I guess now uh, Delano DeShields, who's back in the organization. Yes. Um, so I was on a Zoom with them for the Players Alliance uh, situation a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, who was it last week? Isaiah Kiner, uh, Falifa, there we go. I haven't, I haven't, it's one of those word, those names that you see and you're like, Oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce it right. Um, and he was, he was on last week after the Rangers awards. And then, uh, I met JD, Chris Woodward, uh, and all them over, over zoom as well. You're going to like all of them. I mean, super nice guys. John Blake, obviously he's the guy. The, the kiss the ring guy. He's the guy that we got to <laughs> do that. And John is, believe it or not, John comes across sort of like TR. He's kind of grew up. He's a sweet guy, real nice guy, but he's no nonsense. You guys, you, mm-hmm. need, you need to be here. You need to be here. Can't stand mm-hmm. there. You know, that kind of a thing. But John has done it for years and man, mm-hmm. everybody respects John. So you're, you're going to love that. I, I didn't, so you haven't been here yet. You've only got to meet him off, off of uh, the zoom calls. Right, right. Uh, I had a Zoom call with him, you know, just one-on-one just to, you know, introduce myself. You know, he introduced himself to me. And then obviously all of the Zooms that we've had the last few weeks as well. Yeah, you hear him. He kind of runs it with a, (laughs) who's who's got a question? (laughs) Totally, totally. And um, so um, that's the one I had. So the player, no, actually Taylor just did the podcast here a few days ago. So him and have you seen what him and uh, Trevino are doing? They're doing their little yes, yes. Instagram. So I back Taylor Hearn because uh, uh, <laughs> Trevino's a Spurs fan, and if you're a Dallas fan, you got to back Hearn. So he came on. We he's, ah. he's got a great story too. You got to interview. He's you know he's a rodeo kid. Grew up a rodeo kid. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I did not know that. Yeah. That's definitely cool. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been to a couple of rodeos actually. My parents actually currently live out in Midland uh, for my dad's job. Uh, so they've been there for a couple of years. So I've been to a few rodeos. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a roper. I mean, his dad and his grandfather are professional rodeo ropers. And that's why the, you need to find the little video of him showing Trevino how to rope. He was trying to teach him how to rope. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, The, the ranger, it was the, the, <laughs> the rangers promoted. It was pretty funny. That's what kind of started the whole thing. Um, have you been able – so that's the players. Um, okay, so now you know what? If we're going to do this, let's get into kind of the team with, before we wind this okay. thing down. So what's your initial assessment? Have you? I'm assuming TR's brought you up to speed on stuff. You've probably tried to study what's going on. So what's your assessment of where the team is right now? Um, I think kind of like I said, they seem like they're rebuilding, and I've, I've kind of gotten that same vibe, you know, through my research, through talking to some of the people within the organization, I think – the AL West is, is a hard division and yeah, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely it not to bring it back to LSU, but it's kind of like being in the sec West where like 
who you got to beat, you got to beat Alabama. So like, yep. you know, you got to beat, you know, X, Y, Z, all of these teams. And I think, well, in the past few years, it's been the Astros and, you know, we'll see what they, they do last few weeks before spring training hits, kicks off. And I think the A's are going to take a few steps down this year and the Marlins, not Marlins Mariners are like skyrocketing soon enough with all the prospects they have. I think they had eight players on the top 100 yeah, of MLB, so, yeah. MLB pipelines. Like that's just crazy to me. But I think, like I said, I think the Rangers have some really good prospects with Josh Jung and Sam Huff, I think is really exciting guy to look at. Um, and Justin Foscue, Mississippi State guy. Obviously, I love my SEC baseball. Yeah. So, and, and, and Mississippi um, State's good. LSU's good. Mississippi State's – oh, yeah, LSU, they have uh, five, six College World Series titles, uh, five in, in the 90s alone. So, big big SEC baseball fan, obviously, um, especially when you don't have – when you don't have MLB baseball – um, in, in Louisiana, you kind of had to grab onto what you could. And as LSU baseball was the next best thing. Okay. I'm going to give you a tip real quick. Cause it's, it's, I did the same thing. It's Josh Young. Not, Josh Young. Oh, not Josh okay. Jung, because I said Josh Jung too. And I thought that's <laughs> what his name and it's, it's pronounced Young. So, okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, kind of for Leaf, another one, you're going to be covering him. You're going to, you'll, you'll jump way ahead of me knowing these guys. Oh, they're right. Gonna, we'll gonna, get, we'll get it along. Oh yeah. You're going to know him way more than I know him. I guarantee you when you get in there <laughs> and see him every day. Um, so, um, what, what, uh, what, what about off season moves so far? Anything that's stuck out or anything? Have you really had a chance to study what they've done this off season? Uh, I think one of the ones that really stands out to me is the Japanese pitcher they signed, who I'm not even going to try to pronounce the, the name until <laughs> I hear that. Uh, I'm not going to try to <laughs> pronounce that one. I think that one's going to be a very – it could be a very important move, especially if he ends up being the number three starter, um, Ar- which Ari is – Hara is all, my guess. Ari Hara. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, sure. I'll take your word for that one. That was, um, that was kind of off the radar too. I don't think anyone thought they were looking at, you know, with, right. with, with what they were going to do this off season, but three year deal, bring him in. I, I was pleasantly surprised. I'm like, Hey, you can't ever have too many arms. No, exactly. And especially the kind of depth they need, they have a lot of young guys coming in. When you think about it, I think I actually, I was actually looking this up today with a lot of the young guys they have behind Gibson and Lyles, who are obviously the one and two starter. I would assume right. yeah, personally, that's, that's where I would place them right now. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I think when you look at like Kyle Cody, Dane Dunning, and a couple of other guys haven't thrown more than 150 innings in a single season on their own. I, I, um, so- yeah, absolutely. I think the guy that, 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 that will surprise people, you, you got Brock Burke coming back and Joe Palumbo, who Joe Palumbo, if you ever go back and watch his, look at his minor league stats and what he's done, he struggled at the major league level, but he didn't get enough. He keeps getting these weird little injuries, that he <laughs> but boy, he's, right. he averages more than a strikeout an inning. He misses bats. He's got that high spin rate. He's a guy, too, right. that I think has a chance. But uh, Kyle Cody may surprise – he may end up being a true ace. That guy looked incredible last year. Right. I did really like him. I, he was on one of the – I think one of the radio shows a couple weeks ago, and I you know, I liked what I was looking at when I saw from him. And I think I also really like the Dane Dunning acquisition, too. Um, obviously, he's a, he's a really young guy, and when you trade Lance Lana, you had to get back what you could, and I think that was a really good one. Um, I think he had he had a what really bad outing. I think it was against the Yankees. It would have been that kind of screwed up his stats last season. Yeah. But other than that, I think he's a really good uh, one to go with, and he might 
you know, skyrocket a bit up the, That's the board one. there. Yeah, you know, I, I pat myself on the back on that one. I went on, uh, <laughs> so I went on a Chicago White Sox podcast probably about three, oh. about three weeks before that went down. And uh, the guy wanted to trade for Lance Lynn. He said, come on the show and let's try to work a deal out for, for Lance Lynn. I said, okay. So I came on and we had this little back and forth. And the first thing I said is, um, I'll give him straight up. I'll give you, I'll give you Lance Lynn. Give me Dane Dunning. I'm looking at, you know, it's only one year of Lance Lynn that you're going to have. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Dane. Dun- he immediately shot me down. Nope, you can't have Dane Dunning. And I was like, okay. So we moved on. We ended, up, we ended up doing a deal for some minor leaguers on there. And when it came up, we got, you know, and you get you get Dane Dunning and another piece. I called him. Right. I texted the guy back and I said, hey, I'm looking like I should be the GM. And <laughs> hey, coming for that role, coming for it. Yeah, yeah. If I'm the GM, the Rangers are in a rebuild for a long, long time. That's all I can say. <laughs> Have you had a chance to any study up? What do you think will be some good battles to watch during the spring training? Um, I mean, I guess when you look at Delano DeShields today, which seemed to a lot of people were felt some type of way about that one today just oh, yeah. because – you know, that center field spot, I think, like you said, like I said, um, you're not moving Joey Gallo out of right and, you know, and left. You're going to have uh, who you just acquired David, from. Yeah, David, David Dahl, yeah. David, David Dahl, Dahl Rockies, gonna, from the Rockies. From the there Rockies, yeah. David Dahl will start in left field. And look, everyone loves Leody Tavares, and I, I really hope he just steals that job. But like you exactly. said, I said this, if, if, if uh, Delino doesn't, I, when they sign him today, I said, this guy right here, if he doesn't steal that job, is a great fourth outfielder because he can play left and right and, mm-hmm. and center. He's a good center fielder. Plus, his speed on the bases, he's only 28 years old. So, right. Yeah. You know, so to get, you know, and that was part of the trade we did uh, with the Indians when we got uh, Corey Kluber, <laughs> who worked out for one inning, you know. That, yeah. That, that he didn't <laughs> but to get him back, I really always liked Delano. He was in the locker room the first year I was in 2019. Mm-hmm. Real, real nice guy. You'll like him a lot. And so we asked this while ago, and I guess you don't know, you're, you don't have a clue yet if you're going to be going to spring training. Uh, right. Uh, I think that's kind of up in the air right now, just like we said, because of, the world, you know, yes. gestures around it <laughs> at everything going on right now. Um, I know at first it was pretty much a no-go, like at right. all, like, right. and now, now it's kind of like, oh, maybe we can send some people for a few days, maybe a week, 10 days, something like that. Right. Uh, but nothing's really been solidified yet. So, you know, we're trying to figure it out and I hope I can make it out to Arizona. You know, obviously that's something when you're, you know, a sports reporter going to spring training, that seems like a great thing you know cactus league is is really amazing and have you been i hope there? i can go have you ever, i have not yeah so I well, i've been fir- i have been to phoenix but not to spring training well i i went for the first time in all the years and mm-hmm. now i'm a so what i am i come at from a different perspective than you your job is to cover the team mm-hmm. whether good bad whatever you're only going to get fluff pieces for me because i'm a ranger <laughs> fan and grew up and i don't hey. people ask me all the time the followers amount all that man, you just love the rain. I said, it's not my job. That's, that's what (laughs) Kennedy's job is to ask that question. (laughs) I don't don't have to. Kennedy's got to ask this. She gets paid to do this. I don't get paid, but I went out for the first time last year and spring training is really, really cool. You really like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, where they put the, uh, the media, you have a place, you got your own room there. You get to see them early in the, in the lot of fields, a lot of minor leagues going around behind it. You get to see, and the Phoenix area was a lot of fun. My wife and I had a blast, mm-hmm. and 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 I planned on going every year, but this year I've already decided I'm just not even gonna. <laughs> no. I'm just not even gonna book tickets because I you, we don't know yet what's gonna happen going out. Right, there. exactly. You're okay. absolutely right. I was in. I went to Phoenix for the LSU 
UCF Fiesta Bowl in 2018-19 season, that would have been, uh, pre-15-0, uh, greatest football team to ever live. Yeah, uh, that's but <laughs> <laughs> I'll slip that one in there. I can slip that one in there. You know You've got what? a Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow poster right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that coming with you, I'm assuming? Oh, 100% it's coming with me. Now, did you get to meet Joe? I mean, it's, if you covered for the mm-hmm. for the paper, you got to meet him. He seems like a wonderful guy. I liked, the, oh, he's I liked everything about great him. Guy. Yeah, so, um, keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I mean, I was on the, the football beat at the student newspaper from 17 to 19. So uh, I, I had both years Joe was at LSU. And let me, like, it was, I loved it in 2018 before, you know, the Heisman hype. Yes. Where, you know, during media availability, he would just, you know, sit at the table with the reporters and, you know, have conversations. Uh, you know, once once he got to the media hype, you know, he he always had to be at the podium. You never just got to sit with him at a table. But oh, yeah. because you, all the national reporters start coming in then. And I get it. You know, first sure. LSU Heisman winner since 1958. I mean, dude deserved it. Dude worked his butt off. And, you know, he's he was one of my favorite athletes to ever cover at LSU, even before the the Heisman and, you know, again, best football season ever happened in, in history, but he's a great guy and I really enjoyed it. Well, as a UT fan, so I didn't go there, but I, so, <laughs> rip, so rip. yeah. Oh yeah. And that, that when we, I was there, when we went out there and uh, the Texas, we, I didn't go to Texas. I'm just a big Texas fan. You actually went to LSU. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot more, skin, <laughs> you got a lot more skin in the game than I do. So, but uh, man, and Burrow just tore him apart. And I was like, who, who is this guy? I mean, the year before uh, they barely beat Texas the year before. And then mm-hmm. that year, man, good Lord. He, I mean, they, they barely won again, but, that guy was good. I mean, Texas couldn't stop him. And uh, so I pulled for LSU because I pulled for everyone, but Alabama when it comes to SEC. Same. Yeah. You know, you pull for everyone. Now what's coach, uh, what what is it? Orgeron? Ogeron. 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 What's he like? I mean, that guy seems like a personality. (laughs) Oh no, he's great. Um, I think, I think he gets a bit of a a media reputation for maybe being like a, a dumb jock kind of but I've never met a guy who knows football like coach O does I think I think he's a genius genius coach genius recruiter and you know last year this past season was not an indictment of who he is as a coach because you know I've watched that guy for for three four whole years now and he knows what he's doing and even at, even as a, a coach and with the media he's so great after a win or after a loss, you know, you're, you're going to get, you're going to get it straight with him. You get so many coaches that have this kind of coach speak. It's right. like, Oh, you know, you yeah. it's going to get, you know, one foot in front of the other. Like, we're just going to take it one step at a time, like things like that. And like, <laughs> that's fine. I just don't want 12 million quotes like that a season. And, you know, when LSU lost 29 to against Alabama in 2018 um, at home in Tiger stadium, it, it was a primetime game and they got destroyed. And, you know, I, Coach O was very up, up front. He was like, we need to recruit better in the trenches. We need, you know, to do this and yep. that. We need to be more physical. We need to, you know, run a spread offense. We need to have five proven receivers who can catch the ball and do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, not every coach is going to be as upfront with you as oh, as no. that. And I think Nick Saban gives you that too. Nick Saban is a very, you know, upfront guy. I mean, hate the guy, but, you know, he's oh, yeah. a genius coach. I respect the hell out of him. And, I think Coach O is the, the exact same way when it comes to the media and telling you, you know, what they need to do to be better. 
Well, those are the funnest guys to hate. You, when you say hate, you hate, <laughs> you hate, you hate sports Nick Saban. You hate coach right. Nick Saban. You don't hate Nick Saban the man. It's kind of like me and Mike Trout. I hate Mike Trout. He kills the <laughs> But that's one of the most unbelievable athletes I've ever seen, and it's a privilege I Absolutely. get to watch him take batting practice right there at the cage. So you uh, now um, – now doing that, we're we're talking about LSU real quick. So I'm getting it now. Triple A baseball in New Orleans. They have the is it the Zephyrs? Oh, it oh they don't exist anymore. But it was the Zephyrs, and then a few years ago they rebranded to the Baby Cakes, um, which is a, nobody calls them that, but it's another name for a king cake in New Orleans. Well, there's talk of expansion. Is is New Orleans on that list? Maybe. Um, not that I've heard of. But um, they need, I know, but they need to be right. They need to be. Um, I think they're currently using the baseball stadium as a minor league rugby uh, field, which is like blasphemy in my mind. Uh, you took you took America's game and turned it into a rugby field. Um, I have questions. Um, I but yeah, well, the old ballpark sitting right next to the new one here in Arlington is they're playing football right. in it. You know, high school football. <laughs> so you you know, football's pretty big in in, in Louisiana too. Did you ever? Want, uh, I, I remember Evangel Christian was the big school coming out of Louisiana that was always so good in football. But when you get here, you're gonna see some good. T- if you like high school football, you're gonna have plenty to watch oh. around here. Oh, I'm a I'm a big fan of high school football. I think obviously, like I said, it's. I covered high school football football for four years, you know, when I was in college doing, you know, Friday night freelancing, things like that. Right. Friday night lights is one of my favorite shows. Um, so, you know, I know it's, that's exaggerated obviously, but you know, I, I love football. I'll, I, I love sports, like we said, but I'll watch, you know, football all day, every day. And I love to just be a fan of football. I think, I honestly think that's why covering baseball is so great for me because I personally just love to watch and be a fan of LSU. Right. Um, you know, with with baseball, I'm a fan of the game. I love watching the game. With right. football, I want to watch my team and have like, like I want to be biased when I watch football. Sure. Yeah, I'm biased <laughs> when I cover the Rangers. So you know what? I'm I'm not afraid to admit it. So what is <laughs> okay? Last thing before we get out of here, I want to know what's the most exciting thing that you're excited about doing for your new job. Personally, I'm excited. Obviously may not happen this year because of COVID, but I'm excited to go to every single ballpark, like to hit all of them. I think that's, that's been a goal of mine since I was little mine too. I've only, mm. and I've only hit four of them, but I'm really excited to to hit all of them and hopefully, you know, get the ball rolling there. I have a poster right there under my Joe Burrow one, which is a, uh, a scratch off. You scratch off every time you go to a, to a park. One of my, one of my friends got it for me when I actually got the job. So that's uh, awesome. Really excited about that. It was super cute. I loved it. You know, I have it framed on my wall. So I, I really want to hit all the ballparks at some point. That's going to be awesome. My wife and I have something like that. I can't turn my computer around, but over there, and it's a it's a little map of all the ballparks, and we put pins in mm-hmm. them. And I think we've uh, been to about six or so because I, mm-hmm. it's not my job. We do it on vacation. But <laughs> right. That, Hey, guys, uh, this is Kennedy Lander. Kennedy, thank you so much for coming on. This has been fantastic. Now, i got to get a plug from you. I get it from all the beat writers and the players. What you're going to say, you're going to identify yourself. This is Kennedy Landry, uh, Texas Ranger beat reporter for MLB.com, and you're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. Rangers Nation podcast. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right, this is Kennedy Landry, Rangers beat reporter for MLB.com, and this is the Rangers Nation podcast. That's it. That's all I need. There Guys, you go. that's Kennedy Landry. Give her a big round of applause out there. And Kennedy, like I say at the end of everything I write and everything I do, nerd out. <laughs>